Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land and pay respect to their elders past, present, and emerging. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may be listening. Hi, welcome to Gorgeous Greasy Problems, I guess. Um, I guess we're here at episode three. I don't know, ooh woo. Ooh woo? Welcome, everyone, to episode three of Gorgeous Greasy Problems. Let's freaking go, mother flippers. (laughs) Um, Hello, everyone. My name is Molly McCran, and I am joined, as always, by my... Oh, sorry. I just just got nervous. (laughs) My my slight host, introduce yourself, Bay. Tanya Vakitovic. I feel like we're a couple on Twitch or something. This is so hot. Don't you? Yeah, imagine if we just sat in a bath. Oh, should we <laughs> record an episode from the bar? Ooh, that's a, that's not bad, but is it? N- yeah, like not in a like um, yellow and black website way. Just kind of like I'll, I'll let you figure that one out. Tanya, what did you do today? Pretty much woke up and then came to the recording, but Wait. like spent so long looking in the mirror and singing to myself while I did my makeup, and that's why I was late. I love We're that. late. But what song? Ah, uh, no, I've been quoting that one. Um, Tati Tea Time TikTok sound that's trending right now, where she's like, sucking dick and cock. Oh, yeah. Time and place. <laughs> and you did it at my birthday dinner. I've been saying that for like 24 hours straight. I fucking love it. Okay. So can I be honest? Can I say something quite like personal? Absolutely. So I woke up and 
I made a commitment to myself that I was going to be silly. <laughs> and I failed, you guys. And, and I, yeah, like, I just feel like a bit of a failure because, like, I tried to be really silly and goofy today. And I've had a bit of, like, a goof around. But I don't, I think I could have been sillier. So, like, honestly, like, I don't know. I just, like, don't feel like my goofy, silly self today. How are you going to finish the day as the silliest version of yourself? So, I think in order for me to, like, return to my, like, silliest version... <laughs> I'm going to have to, like, maybe, like, do some oo-oo's in the bathroom. Yeah. And maybe, like, I don't know, how else can I be a bit silly? I think maybe, like, you could, rather than walking, you could, like, kick either leg out and then, like, wiggle your arms up and down, maybe? <laughs> just just as a suggestion. Yeah, I think that would really help me be more silly. I also think, like, in order to achieve maximum goof status, mm. I might... <laughs> Uh, sorry guys i just got a bit emotional there um i think in order to um, achieve like maximum goof i might have to like i don't know just like stick my tongue out in the mirror and go ah yeah and maybe like a couple of like xds you know like yes yeah. yes and i think i'll have to like i don't know maybe like have my afternoon coffee because i think i'm like in silly goofy mode anyway that was my day <laughs> What's been bothering you as of recent? All right. What's your ick of the week? All right, guys, we've had some um, a bit of a a bit of a laugh around, a bit of a hurrah, if you will. But now it's time to get down to business. As you know, each week Tanya and I switch between our problems. So basically, okay. So my actual like, okay, serious hats on. Did you put it on? Did you put your hat on? Yeah, it's good. On. Screw it on. Good, Tanya. Do you remember in primary school when people were like. Okay, guys, what do they say about putting- thinking caps? Thinking on. caps. What the fuck was that? Oh. I didn't get that. I took that literally and I was like, bro, I didn't bring a hat today. <laughs> My favorite one was the kids who thought they were so crazy. Yeah. And they took it off and they threw it away and they went, what are you going to do about it, miss? You fucking bitch. Thinking like- caps off. Because <laughs> we rebel. Okay, so my problem of the week of okay not even a week my last 10 years of my life since getting social media i don't know if you guys can relate to this um but i feel really guilty when i unfollow someone on instagram i feel really 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 guilty i like celebrities or people that you know (laughs) you're like sorry i unfollowed matthew mcconaughey i feel so bad no i'm really sorry blake lively but you have to go (laughs) no she stays i love blake my queen but um i not really celebrities although Mm. i do feel like a bit cringe when i do it i'm like oh are they gonna be sad but then i'm like they literally don't care does blake lively know she just lost a follower when i unfollow people who i haven't seen for a while I think oh, the yeah. I think the nature of social media keeps people who you haven't seen close and then it makes me feel very anxious and guilty when I unfollow them. What are your reasons behind unfollowing someone? Have you got like a checklist? You're like, okay, if this person posts one more dog photo or like it's- Honestly, it's got nothing to do with how much I like so, them. So I just did a thing. <laughs> Yo, okay, they're going. Go Any on, millennials block. are gone. <laughs> block. So I won the internet today. Ooh, woo. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. But I, to be honest, my thing is more, it's got nothing to do with the person. It has to do with wanting to feel like I can move on. Mm. I think like if you've still got a bunch of people from high school, primary school, your old jobs, you know, like someone you met once at a gig, someone you met at a party, like yeah, they they could be great, they could be awesome, but a lot of the time I feel like 
you build this weird online, this happens a lot actually, where you build this online relationship with them. You don't even talk to them, but you feel mm. like you are friendly with each Obligated. other. Yeah. And you feel like you like each other. And have you ever had this where you meet them in real life and then you realize like, oh, I don't actually know you. Like We've we're got not, nothing in common. Yeah. We're not actually friends. We've got this weird, like, when I say not like in a romantic way, but just like a relationship online that you're friends with them. Yeah. And then you meet them in real life. And I've had so many circumstances where we might have liked each other's stories and stuff. And I might be like, oh, they really like me. But then I meet them in real life. I'm like, oh, they don't know me. And I don't know them. You don't love me. You you don't know me. Yeah. (laughs) Social media is hard though, right? Because especially if you're a public account, you kind of give the whole world access to see what's going on in your life. And ideally is meant to be friends, you know, sharing photos, kind of like a be, be real moment. But something like Instagram, TikTok is available for anyone. Yeah sure and i think like i think it just feels i if i'm following you i want to know you i want to at least have met you a couple of times and be mates with you like you know otherwise it's just like what are we doing you know what are we doing do you know what the funniest part about all of this is (laughs) oh my god i'm so scared so about four months ago i slid into molly's dms you did (laughs) you did you did. And you did. It was so like date like. I was like, I think you're the funniest person I've ever seen online. I can't stop listening to boyfriend. Peace. <laughs> and you were like, slay. Let's be besties. I, did. I think just the vibe. You know what? You had a cool vibe, oh, and thanks. like all the your mutuals and stuff. I I got that you weren't weird. Sometimes people like you know, and I don't know. Everyone has this with all messages. <laughs> you're freaking oh yeah like you i got that you were nice and normal and i just was like yeah let's hang out okay you just seemed like you were in the right circles and i just felt like we'd get along you look like you had your head screwed on (laughs) yeah and i when we met i was like yeah this is just it works i'm not like a catfish or something no and i meow (laughs) (laughs) meow but it just worked and i was like yes i I got good vibes. And I was like, I literally, this is not a joke. The first day I met Tanya, I was like, we should make a podcast. And then we literally did. And I cannot believe we actually did that. That's pretty impressive. Don't ever let your dreams just be dreams. But yeah, on that, I just think with unfollowing people, I don't think it should always be seen as a negative thing. No, I don't. I don't think it means, I'm trying to remind myself, even when someone unfollows me, I'm like, that's okay. It, It doesn't always mean, oh, I hate them. It can just mean... Yeah, I knew you at a certain time in my life. I met you once at a party. I met you once at a party. We don't really have that much of a relationship. And you don't... It's quite personal, I think. Mm. If you... I I don't think we're meant to see this many people in our life. We're not meant to... We're not meant to keep in contact with people we knew five years ago, ten years ago. Like, you're meant to... Like, I, I think of my parents. Like, my dad doesn't even have Facebook. Like, I feel like if he constantly every day had to see people he went to primary school with, people he went to high school with, people in all the different jobs he had, he'd probably be like, what the hell? Like, yeah. But it's just so normalized for people, you know, for us when we grew up online to kind of keep these online relationships. Yeah. And Imagine I, if you yeah. took away the platform of social media and you're just seeing these same people in oh, the room every single day and grim. they're like taking mirror selfies and you'd be like oh hey fucking harriet from seven years ago yes i care about the selfie you're posting today yes you don't you, you don't. actually don't no literally and it's and just, that's okay and that's normalize okay. not caring about harriet from seven years ago <laughs> normalize that no i completely agree and i just but i do think i still feel guilty i still feel like oh am i letting this person go 
But then again, it's like when well, someone unfollows you, though, how do you feel about I'm it? Fine. I every time I use if I've seen, you're like fair. I would too. <laughs> I, I'm like yeah, that's absolutely fair. But honestly, usually when someone unfollows me, I'm I can be like yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Either we don't gel, or, which is fine, or they usually are just like someone I knew five plus years ago and it's fine yeah so i kind of have the same reasoning i i would hope that if i unfollowed someone like that they <laughs> that they wouldn't feel as i don't know you know what i mean yeah i say okay sometimes in a, i'm in a mood where i'm like yep unfollow unfollow fucking you know restaurant from a city i used to live in five years ago and it can happen very quick but sometimes with like a friend or maybe you know a mutual friend or someone you're worried about unfollowing I would say sleep on it. Give it at least a night or two. And then if you still feel the same way in the morning, unfollow. Who yeah. cares? Completely agree. That's um, good advice. And if you don't mind so much that they unfollow you as well, it's almost like a tit for tat kind of thing. And it's like, we we know deep down we don't care about each other. Completely Let's agree. just bite the bullet and do it. Good up. Thanks, Tanya. No problem. Wait. What else is troubling you, Molly? Oh my God. Okay. So my second ick, this is so annoying and just letting you know, I'm a massive hypocrite and I also do this, but when I do it, it's funny and silly and like I get a pass because I'm like goofy. When you show someone something so important to you, whether it be a film, Mm. a TV show or a song, the thing that annoys me is when they go on their phone or they go, oh, that shit. Especially if you've gone, hey, this show's really important. You know, some shows, you know what? You've got a bit of an emotional connection to them or a Absolutely. movie, especially a song. And my sister, <laughs> just fuck you, Cecily. My sister literally goes, oh, your music taste sucks. And I literally was like, okay, no. First of all, my playlists are great. I made them in the dead of night. But also just like don't make fun of people's. Yeah, you have to fake it a little bit and be like, oh, yeah. that's really lovely. Yeah. Even if you don't believe it. Or but it, I hate the phone thing. I yeah, totally, totally get that. Absolutely. I think when people go on their phone, when you're showing them something, you are not, you cannot invest and digest, damn, you cannot ingest the content properly if you're on your phone, if you're jumping between. Yep. And I am I am showing you Die of a Wimpy Kid. You will watch. You will watch. Yeah. You will watch. Like, if I'm showing you a really important scene from something, sit down. Yeah. But, like, again. Shut up and listen. Sh- Welcome back to Shut Up and Listen. She was the original podcaster. She was. Shout out. What's her name? It's what is her name? Lily. Lily Moskovitz. Oh, and this is Shut Up and Listen. I'm not going to shut up and listen. But again, if I go on my phone, it's funny. Yeah. Like, I, I can do no wrong. Because if I'm not on my phone, it probably wasn't that good. But if you go on your phone, cringe. If I'm watching a movie alone, I'm chronically on my phone because I cannot focus on one thing at a time. Do you ever put your phone in another room? Oh, that really helps me. I try to. And I really try to. <laughs> But if I'm showing someone something, like you said, that's important and they're like, oh, yeah, whatever. And then just like you hear TikTok and it's like Charlie D'Amelio in the background. <laughs> Savage love. Yeah. That's her dancing to Savage love. That's me. Like I, you know that this is something I'm like desperate to show you and you're not giving me an inch of respect. That sucks. Exactly. Because it also feels like a personal attack and you're like, oh, not only do you hate the thing that I've shown you, but you also hate me now? Why? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Ick. Hey, guys, just to chime in, here's a hack for keeping relationships well. 
practicing active listening and showing interest in your partner's interests can save a relationship. <laughs> you heard it there first, folks. Thanks, Jessica prod. with relationship the advice. The <gasps> messenger. Jessica with the... Messenger. Jessica with the... I don't know. You know what? We'll work on it. We'll but work that, on it. That's good. Active listening. And also knowing that your phone is not the most important thing when someone's sharing a bit of love with you. But again, none of this applies to me. <laughs> like none of like I can do all this and it's fine. Slay. Get ready for problem number one. Take it away, Jess. I have a small problem. I've just graduated high school and I have a lovely group of about 15 friends. Problem is, I don't like most of them. They're not mean or rude, they just irritate me to no end. I'd love to just ghost them, but last time I did that, three of them drove over to my house to pick me up and have an intervention. Can you tell why they irritate me now? I still want to hang out with a few of them, but if I do, the rest of the group will start complaining that I don't do anything with them anymore. I also don't want to be direct with them and say I don't want to hang out with them because they'll think it's just my mental illness speaking and they'll intervene again. Which is what happened when I told them I wasn't going on schoolies with them. I seriously have no idea what I should do. Do you have any solutions to this inconvenient problem? Hmm. First thoughts? All right, first of all, what are we going to call this person who is having issue with their friends? What about Lizzie McGuire? Yep. That's I, the ultimate friend, just I, quickly. Yeah, Lizzie McGuire. I'm sorry about this, Lizzie McGuire. Okay. Hey! What? Oh, no, that's... Oh, my shirt is Lizzie. We didn't... For anyone listening and not watching... Molly's wearing a Lizzie McGuire shirt right d- now. How did I not make that connection? I didn't either. I, I just thought it. I think I thought it was... Do you remember that thing? Subliminal message. Do you remember Groovy Chick? Yeah. I think I thought... It, I've been thinking the whole time that it was Groovy Chick. Bring back fucking Groovy Chick. That Bring was mad. Back, that was fashion. That was slay. I mean, I'm wearing a Lizzie McGuire shirt and I was like, oh yeah, Lizzie McGuire would be a great name. I'm literally wearing the shirt, babes. I think this person needs to cut and run. Cut and run. Yeah, tough love. I'm I'm not feeling nice today. I think you need to get out. I yeah. think your friends suck. And I think, you know, they sound really annoying. <laughs> I would love to hear anyone out there in the big wide world who can make a genuine connection with 15 people. You're saying 15 people are your close group of friends? Lies. Lies. Because you know that it's always like three of them uh, clump here and then four of them clump there and then another five or whatever mathematics is that go there. I don't think you're all best friends because I'm picturing like a big game of like pass the parcel. Like you sit in front of each other and be like, how was your day, Meredith? That's good. Do you hear my joke? I said thrones. I'm like, you're like, picture a game of, and I said thrones. I thought it was fucking hilarious. I ate. Wait, cut. Can we cut the part where I make fun of them sitting in a circle? That's mean. Because I sound like a bitch, don't I? Yeah, I think if there are any people that you do like in the group, stay in contact with them for sure. You know, check in on each other. And I think maybe if there are some relationships in the group of 15 that you can salvage, set the boundary with them and be like, hey, don't come up to my house uninvited. That's weird. And also I like my personal space and that's just a hard no. 
Especially because, look, you said you've just graduated. Maybe you still live at home. I'm going to assume you still live at home because that's what I was doing when I just freshly graduated. That's also like at least, you know, one other person's time that they're interrupting. No, I completely agree with you, Tanya. I think, look, realistically, once you leave high school, you start to realize that, you know, quality over quantity. And I think, and I think this stands in any environment and in any kind of situation. And as you get older, you kind of start to thin out the people you're friends with and that's okay. And that's, you know, a normal part of growing up. And I think you need to leave all these people and move to the woods. And then I think you need to start a cult. Um, And then I think you need to call a film crew and then make Midsummer. I hope that helped X. No, but for real, for real, for real, I think, look, as Tanya said, keep who you like in the group, but no, you have no obligation to stay friends with all those people and it's okay to move on. Absolutely. And and if they're treating you crappily, just know that high school, like literally high school is just, oh, who lives near this building? (laughs) It's just the closest people who live near to that building. All right. That doesn't, there's no correlation to those people having to be your besties for life. You can flip them off and say, see ya. And that's so fine. And also I feel like once you turn like, I don't know, 20 ish, you sort of start to like figure out what you like, who you're mm. like, what you want to do, your interests and people move in different directions. And that's a okay. If that doesn't include those friends from high school. And if you're feeling icky after every hangout you have with them and you're not feeling like it's slay and like, it's not as good as you want it to be. Uh, guess what? Um, they might not be that great. Like friendships are meant to leave you feeling whole and happy and feeling awesome. Yeah. And if you feel like crap, then I don't think they're possibly the friends for you. But obviously take our advice with a grain of salt. Maybe you've got some people in there who you like more than others. But in that case, just hang out with them. Hang out, with, Take them off. Go, you know, hang out in smaller groups. I think that's, mm. that's you know, if you don't, you don't have to, like, get out of this group quickly and do that straight away. But you can, you know, I think. Yeah, surely some of you hang out, you know, just like five of you or six of you or something when the rest are working or busy. But also don't let the ones that are making you feel guilty feel guilty. You are under no obligation and you can set a boundary. You are in your own right to choose how you want to friendship. Um, and it doesn't have to be like a massive guilt trip thing. You can just be like, this is how I'm feeling. Deal with it. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. I agree with Molly. Eventually you're all going to come into your own new kind of person especially now that you've left high school, which is such a blessing. Can I just tell you that, yep. listener? It is the biggest blessing you'll ever receive. Yep. And eventually, you know, all of you might meet new people and create a new group of 15. <laughs> well, hopefully not. Hopefully you can, you know, show a lot of attention to maybe some smaller groups. But I think you're doing just fine. I think you're on the right path. And tell them not to show up to your house. <laughs> Yeah, that's weird. Go away. They're probably like, hey, queen. It's like, can you not? Also, um, I have a bit of advice. And look, I know this is getting a bit deep, but I really hope this helps. So as you are Lizzie McGuire, just know that at any given moment, you can turn into a cartoon. Um, So if it gets hard, just turn into a cartoon. X. I hope that helped. And here comes problem number two. Let's get into it. 
Hello, gorgeous greasy sleigh queens. I have a slight issue, but it's kind of funny, so... In 2020, me and my friend started dating, and then we broke up after two months, and we stopped talking. Fast forward a year, we reconnect and give dating another go. One whole date at Wildebeer. But it didn't work out, and we ended things on good terms. And we're still really good friends. Last year, in around November, I met a bunch of girls at a concert and we became friends. And a few of us drove down to Canberra together. I brought my Wildebeer frog from the awkward date because I love that frog so much. One of my friends took a liking to it and buckled it into the backseat of my car, where he remains to this day. Fast forward to yesterday, I'm kinda stressing, cause I'm meeting up with my ex for coffee and last time we met up, my clothing choice wasn't great. So I chucked something on my close friend's story on Instagram about what I should wear. And she responded, wear clothes. So in response, I screenshot it and put it on my close friend's story, saying, thanks. My friend, who buckled my frog into the car, saw this story, which only had my ex's Instagram profile picture, and messages me saying that they've been flirting on Hinge. Like, what do I do with that? It's so funny, because they shouldn't know that each other exist, and yet they do. Yikes. So let's call, let's let's name some people. So the OG person who sent this in is called Bob Dylan. Sure. <laughs> can you imagine Bob Dylan sending this in? <laughs> I can. What's so funny about that? Nothing. Nothing. Bob Dylan sent this in. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. All right. I'm Bob Dylan. Let's, let's keep that. Okay. We've got Mick Jagger. We've got Bob Dylan. And we've got Paul McCartney. Bob Dylan sent in the story. Yeah. Um, Mick Jagger's the person they dated. Yes. And then Paul McCartney is the friend. That buckled in the seat. That buckled in the seat. Done. We've got three people. Brilliant. Okay, Tanya, I'll jump to you. What are your first thoughts? Messy. Yeah. Lionel Messi. That is really hard. I feel really sorry for Bob Dylan. It's difficult because it feels like you know something you shouldn't and almost it's almost really none of your business if they're flirting on hinge how do you feel about that because i i if i if i've met someone off a dating app i don't want to know if they're flirting with my friends yeah that kind of makes me feel like shit cuz i'm like obviously we're on there for options but it kind of opens up a weird, like, it's like creaking the door open slightly to be like, oh, hey, you know my mutual friend. Yeah, and this is what my conversations with them is like. I don't yeah. want to know that. Do you think, so Bob Dylan is sad that Paul McCartney, Paul McCartney and Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger are dating because Bob Dylan. Well, they're just flirting they're on They're flirting at the moment. And Bob's thing is that, like, Bob used to have a fling with Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. Got yeah. it. But Mick Jagger and Bob Dylan are about to go on another date. So they've Ooh. been kind of on and off again for the past like three years. Is that what they've said? Right. And Bob and does Paul McCartney know that Bob had a thing with Mick Jagger? So Paul McCartney does not know that Bob Dylan and Mick Jagger dated. We have we've asked our producer, Jess. Hey, Jess. And she has clarified with us that they don't know. So this is I feel I look, I feel sorry for Bob Dylan. Yeah, me too, a little bit. I don't think I would ever look at my friend's fling, who maybe I've potentially dated or have flirted with and been like, lol, been there, done that. Yeah. That seems a bit shady, do we think? I think, though, if Bob Dylan and Paul McCartney are good enough friends, Bob should be able to bring up that 
Bob dated Mick Jagger because I feel like if Bob doesn't, Bob's upsetness, yep, awesome word, Bob is going to get more upset and Bob is going to be more resentful and feel worse than I think if you early on just be honest about it and then everyone can maybe make a bit of a joke about it and then you might be able to find a way to work towards it. So, Bob Dylan, I think... Tanya, yeah. rock and roll. First of all, I loved you in that song you did. But second of all, I think, I, hang on one second. I am going to Google Bob Dylan because I know a song he did, but I'm having an actual stroke. Oh, it's that one. What's, which one? Was it gone? You know, it's. Yeah, exactly. The one that kind of went like that other. Um, Knocking on heaven's door. That's him. I don't know how that song goes. Oh, that's so embarrassing. I don't know I, my rock music. Girl from the North Country is a really good song. Isn't that I can't a musical? Um, anyway, but yes, Bob Dylan, I think you just got to be transparent with Paul McCartney. Mm. Um, this sounds, imagine just coming into the podcast now and listening to this and being like, wow, what went down with Bob and Paul McCartney? Nothing. But I do think you just have to be transparent. If it's upsetting you and they, and Paul's your good friend, just be honest. Be like, this happened. I did go on a few dates with Mick Jagger and... Potentially might go on more dates with Mick Jagger if things go well. Yes. But then also maybe you have to be transparent with Mick Jagger and be like, oh, hey, you know my friend. But then leave it at that. Don't go into the ins and outs of what the hinge flirting was. Maybe it's it's more of a honest approach if you're all kind of aware that there's this like mutual flirting. But then just leave it at that. Yeah. No one needs to know details or specifics. Just have fun. Dating while you're young is fun. Yep. Keep it fun. Yep. And just be honest. We've got a cheeky bonus problem for you guys. Enjoy. Um, I've liked the same guy for three years and he keeps on and off ghosting me, but I can't move on. Move on. Oh. Move on. No, I'm sorry. I sympathise. <laughs> I'm sorry. I sympathise. No, move on. X. He sounds silly. Oh, I've actually got the hack for you, listener. I'm going to call you Kelly Clarkson. Not sure why, but... Since you've been ghosted. Since you've been ghosted! <laughs> Since you've been ghosted! I, I empathize with you because I'm broken. Okay, guys. Okay. But you have to sing. You have to sing what you think they need to do. Fuck no, I can't sing. You I know don't this. care. You can, Kelly's. You're Kelly's confidant. This is American Idol or whatever she hosts. Sing what she has to do, Kelly has to do to be better. Here's the thing, you should obsess over someone else and pretend you don't care about the original guy since you were ghosted. Uh, But that's the hack, right? Yeah. You convince yourself that you don't care and eventually so much time will pass that you actually stop giving a fuck. And then you'll like look in like six months into the future and you'll be like, uh, who? Let's just call your imaginary guy... Harry Styles. A lot of singers today on the podcast. You're going to look back at Harry Styles and be like, what? No, I crushed on that guy. Ick. I think you just need to fake it till you make it. And also just know, babes, this is about you. This has nothing to do with the person you're ghosting. This has to do with you getting rejected and it sucks. But just know that if he wanted to, he would. X. Love yourself. Queen. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for listening to our problems and for sending in your own. 
If you have a problem that you want us to solve, please message our Instagram at gorgeousgreasygirlies or email us at gorgeousgirliesinquiry at gmail.com. Ooh, ooh. Bruh. Bye, gorgeous greasy girlies. Mwah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.